This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, the Christmas Lectures. The University of Houston's College of Engineering presents this series about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. A marvelous and wonderfully appropriate Christmas tradition in London is a set of public lectures given by the Royal Institution of London. These so-called Christmas lectures on science run during the holiday season, and they're meant for young people. This gift of the Royal Institution to children is now a venerable Christmas observance in which science is placed within the grasp of the next generation. The lectures trace back, interrupted only by the years of the World War II London Blitz, to when they were begun by a still young Michael Faraday. The first set of Christmas lectures was given by Faraday's close friend, Jay Wallace. But during the next 35 years, Faraday presented 19 of the sets of lectures, and they've borne the stamp of Faraday's remarkable mind ever since. That's as it should be, for gentle Michael Faraday had uncanny scientific insight. He was remarkably able to cut to the bone and tell children just what would best reveal the things science had to show them. He also had an unmistakable sense of theater. One stunt would be, without warning, to suddenly fling large metal objects across the room at a giant electromagnet, fire tongs, then a poker, and there they would adhere. But Faraday was no mere showman. It was he who set the foundations of modern electrical theory. His first lectures bore the stiff title, Course of Six Elementary Lectures on Chemistry, Adapted to a Juvenile Auditory. His later set of lectures on the chemical history of a candle has become a classic of both the scientific and the children's literature. Between 1851 and 61, Faraday gave all the Christmas lectures, but at the last he was 70 years old and falling victim to what was probably Alzheimer's disease. He died six years later. The year after his death, Faraday's friend John Tyndall wrote his biography. Tyndall was 29 years younger, and he regarded Faraday with near holy admiration. The deeply religious Faraday had begun the series. Now the agnostic Tyndall became its primary heritor. Tyndall gave the next Christmas lectures after Faraday, and he did so a total of 11 more times thereafter. Like Faraday's, his lectures became classics. He began his Lessons in Electricity, the 1876 lectures, with these words. Many centuries before Christ, it had been observed that yellow amber, called electron, when rubbed, possessed the power of attracting light bodies, and in one stroke he paid homage to Faraday's religious beliefs while he awakened students with a lovely linguistic connection. Thus, for nearly two centuries, the Royal Society has sustained this very special gift to the young, the handling of mystery and the celebration of wonder, making flesh and blood of ideas that once seemed to hover beyond the reach of understanding. I'm John Leanhardt at the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work. 